0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim wa sallallahu wa ala la badahu wa ala alihi wa My beloved brothers, my sisters, before I commence, I'd like to request that the brothers please be seated as much as it may be slightly uncomfortable, but it's unfair on those who are behind us. So, inshallah, if we can. Be seated, bear a little bit. I'm not going to stretch it too long, insha'Allah, because I know that some of you are sitting on each other's toes. May Allah bless you. Secondly, I want to welcome all those from the Al-Ishara community who are unable to actually hear with the ear. So the sign language is going to help by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You are our brothers and our sisters and we love you and we apologize to you that at times we are unable to provide you with al ishara or with the sign language in fact we are guilty of not fulfilling that for you but inshallah we will try to do better in future i want to thank the east london masjid as well for giving us this opportunity to gather together here in this beautiful masjid and i want to invite every one of you to at least give a small donation towards the masjid as you're walking out because we're using the facility there's no rental when you come into a masjid but there's the kindness of your heart you can put in a pound it will make a big difference if we have a few thousand here this evening my beloved brothers my sisters we're talking about the month of ramadan and the reason is how long is there left for ramadan approximately 2 weeks. Okay, inshallah. I want to say something. Do you realize that when we are busy with our lives, Allah Almighty has mandated certain things. I'm so busy. One of the things you enjoy most, can you tell me what it is? What do you enjoy about your day the most? Eating. Okay. He says eating. No, we're not talking of a religious thing, but eating. Eating is one thing that people may enjoy most. Some people live to eat and others eat to live. You know that? Which one are you? Come on, guys. Eat to live or live to eat? Some people live to eat, and some people eat to live. We're supposed to be the latter, not the former, inshaAllah. So, what's another thing that you'd love to do? Best thing in the sleep. Allahu Akbar. Do you hear that? I heard a takbir from there. SubhanAllah. <laughs> it's a gift of Allah to be able to sleep. Ask those who cannot sleep. It's a gift of Allah. To this day, medicine cannot fully explain how you dream dreams, subhanAllah. It's a gift of Allah. What exactly happens when you're asleep is something unique. It's it's Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's called Al Mutata Sughrah. It's like a small death where the soul is hovering above you and that's why when you wake someone up from their sleep you need to be gentle go easy on them subhanallah don't just ah! you know they might die of a heart attack come on you got to come you know wake them up a little bit softly perhaps you might want to you know press a little bit of their toe and so on <laughs> yeah there are different ways of doing it but you're right eating and sleeping are two things that people like to do so much unfortunately when you eat if it goes in it has to come out Come out, Subhanallah, may Allah grant us ease. So you're going to need a, a place, Insha'Allah, that's decent enough for you to be able to relieve yourself. Also, relieving yourself, you must bear in mind is a gift of Allah. Because if you are unable to do that, and ask those who have problems, constipation, etc., they will tell you, Subhanallah, the du'a is ghafranak. Alhamdulillah, Allāhi aḍḥāb 'an il-āḍhā. I thank Allah that He has granted me afia after having taken away that which would have harmed me if it remained within me for longer than a certain time but but as you're eating you remember allah when you go to sleep before you go to sleep there is a dua the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has taught and in fact more than one you can read any one of them bismik humma amutu wa in the name of allah we die and we Awakened, or we will be resurrected. And in the case of sleep, we're awakened. So, in the name of Allah, then there is a beautiful du'a which says, "Bismi kalla hum wa dhatu jambi wa bika arfa'uha in amsekte nafsi faqfir lah, wa in arseltaha fahpuzha bihpfzik al-ladhi ta'hpuz bihi ibadak al-salihin." In your name, O Allah. In your name, O Allah, I have put my side. I have put down my side and in your name I shall raise it meaning I shall get up in the morning right wabika arfa'uha in amsakta nafsi if you are going to keep my soul meaning cause my death for firlaha if you're going to cause my death in my sleep then forgive my soul right wa in and if you're going to send it back whenever i wake up then protect it with the protection that you protect the pious and inshallah that's a beautiful dua so my brothers my sisters as you are doing that which has really really quenched you sleep mashallah it's not easy to get up allah tells you i want you to get up rejuvenate reconnect plug in again realign perhaps spiritually detox from whatever there was and so many other benefits so i want you to pray as soon as you get up and i want you to get up early as much as you love sleep allah knows how beautiful sleep is allah knows that some people live to sleep subhanallah right some people do that the reason why we are laughing is because we are guilty right some people love it. Come for salatul fajr. They say, "Ah, you know what? There's still a bit of time," and then they knock the clock, snooze, right? We always say, "If you snooze, you lose." You know why? You snooze again, and then you snooze again, and before you know, ah, the sun rose. But you know, I know a hadith that says, "If you were sleeping, you can do qada." So I'll do the qada. Come on, come on, come on. You cannot justify your laziness by saying it's okay. I was asleep. Make an effort get up on time allah wants you to do what reconnect realign replug detox what else he wants you to focus he wants you to succeed hence it is about discipline early in the morning you don't just hear hayyal al falaah it's not just come to success there is a statement repeated after that that is beyond the other calls to prayer it goes as follows mina Wow. Heard that? Yeah. Salah or prayer is better than your sleep. You're sleeping. Subhanallah. Salah is better than what? And your sleep. So get up. When we get up, it's going to be an effort. Why am I getting up? Number one, because Allah instructed. That is the primary reason. Allah instructed the rest of the benefits will come afterwards my aim i'm getting up to please my maker that is the aim of a believer understood not understood whatever it, the fact that you know the source of the instruction get up you will find so many fringe benefits that would actually help you and benefit you in a million and one ways wallahi my brothers my sisters i invite you I invite you with the same invitation that the caller to success and to prayer invites you five times a day. What is the invitation? Make an effort to pray for the sake of Allah. See how your life will change. So Allah gives you an opportunity to reconnect. Because the night was okay. Some of us were tossing and turning because we have problems and we couldn't really sleep. Some of us it's because of the weather, too cold, too hot some of us because of excitement we can't sleep and some of us because of worry we can't sleep so if you have slept it's a gift of allah and some of us sleep in a way that we don't allow those with us to sleep why brother you're smiling what's the reason what happens snoring i see he's experienced mashallah people snore snore like a tractor i promise you you wonder whether it's a train or what is it man subhanallah but it's there if you have a snoring problem, it doesn't make you guilty of being a criminal. No, not at all. You know, there's something called an earplug. Have you heard about an earplug? Something to put into your ears. You give them, you give the, your spouse if they're next to you, or whoever else might be sharing a room, for example. You can tell, tell them, listen, these are free earplugs. You know, I might just disturb you in the night. Masha Allah. See, whoever's selling earplugs is going to make money tonight, right? But in reality, yes, it's a problem. It's a gift of Allah. Allah says, "Get up and pray." He gave you a chance. Then once you've prayed, what do you do? Try not to sleep after Salat al-Fajr, especially when you don't have to. I know in a country like this where the times are all different in different seasons and so on, it becomes difficult. You plan I'm going to sleep after Fajr. It's okay. If you really have to, it's okay. But try to get to work and start doing something meaningful. And as you grow, as you go to work and you start doing whatever you have to, In a short span of time, you are prepared for another prayer. It is compulsory obligatory. If you don't do it, you are sinful. Why would it be? Allah says, the thing I love the most is that which I have made compulsory. If I made something compulsory, you need to know, I love it the most. It is the most beneficial for you. So Allah made it compulsory five times a day. He wouldn't have done it if it was not something so big, so huge and so serious. He wouldn't have. If you had to instruct someone who was working for you or who you interacted with to say, you know, you must do this. This is one thing; is it's the pillar of this workplace. You have to do this. It means it's something very important, right? It means it's something that's the cornerstone. That's how they will judge you by that. So if Allah is telling you salah and you know He's not benefiting from it, I am benefiting from it. You must know there is a broader benefit in this world and the next for that prayer. Make an effort to pray. See your life change. So salat al-dhuhr comes in I have to drop what I'm doing and go for prayer Allahu akbar Allahu akbar that's the beginning of the call it means Allah is greater that's what it means in Arab, the Arabic language Allahu akbar really actually means Allah is greater greater than what greater than everything and anything including what you're doing right now so drop what you're doing and go for prayer and for success that's the call to prayer So you go for salat al-dhuhr why it's only been a few hours between from Fajr, and I'm already back at Dohor. After Dohor, it's been a few hours, and I'm back at Asr. After Asr, it's been a few hours, and I'm back at Maghrib. And after Maghrib, a few hours, and you know what? I'm back at Isha, and after Isha, good news. Like the brother said, sleep is loved by everyone. Allah says we'll extend the time a little bit between Isha and Fajr. It's quite long, Allah, Why? Go and sleep. It's okay. Subhanallah. Look at the gift of Allah. Look at the gift of Allah. But my brothers and sisters, the point I want to get to is. All of this that Allah made compulsory is for a reason. He wants you to reconnect, give you a chance again. When you've prayed your prayer and then you pray the next prayer, the minor sins between the two are wiped out. Did you know that? When you make salah and you make another salah, one farad to another farad, one jamaa to another jama'a, the minor sins you committed in the middle are automatically wiped out. It's a gift of Allah. So five times a day you're being cleansed and everything's being wiped out. What's happening? You reconnecting. You you are realigning my habits. I was swearing. Now I'm not going to swear. I'm connecting with Allah. I was abusing someone. I was talking rough. I was doing something that was not acceptable. I was misbehaving. I was engaging in immorality. Oh, I was not dressing, for example, in an appropriate way. Well, here comes. If you are really praying five times a day, Allah will grant you reconnection. In a way that you would never regret if you were to meet him on that day. Imagine I got up for Salatul Fajr and before Zohor I passed away. I mean, good news, man. Good news to you. You started your day in the right way. Okay. Now let me tell you that's five times a day. So on a daily basis, Allah invites you to a means of reconnection, reflection. Like I said, rejuvenation. You, 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 you come in and you actually everything is being realigned and focused that's a gift of allah then on a weekly basis allah wants to actually give you an opportunity to change in a huge way in a much bigger way what has he made compulsory jumuah jumuah subhanallah five daily prayers are compulsory anyway but allah says jumuah you know the word jamaah means together together right Jumuah you must go gather with the people and you must pray together and listen to a reminder that's going to be short sweet to the point and powerful listen to it then you pray with everyone else you greet you talk to them you try and figure out what their in for example they might need something the people might be in need you reach out to them you might want to give a charity you might want to talk to someone that will empower them and help them you have to get together it is part of allah's plan that you will definitely make jumuah every week compulsory allah would never have made it compulsory if it was not absolutely important for the ummah to fulfill something together you're going to have to get together with people you like, people you might not like. When I say you might not like, maybe you had a misunderstanding with someone, you might have had a sour business deal with someone. you're going to have to stand in the same stuff as them. The ones who are rich, the ones who are poor, you have to stand together. You can't say anyone who earns less than 36 grand, please stand in the second section. You ever heard that announcement? No chance. No chance. That's not a masjid. Those who earn more than two million a year, please stand in the first saff. La ilaha illallah. Guys are lucky. Subhanallah. In fact, the hadith says, Rak'at al-Fajr is min dunya wa ma fiha. Two units of prayer of Fajr, the Sunnah that you're going to read before that which is compulsory, is better for you than the whole world and whatever it has in terms of material items. That shows you that look, it's to do with this salah. So Allah made Jummah compulsory on a weekly basis on a monthly basis he tells you we want you to fast but we're not going to make it compulsory it's a beautiful teaching and the sunnah of the prophet muhammad peace be upon him 13th 14th 15th of every month here's a sunnah you want to do it it will help you benefit you elevate your status not only reconnect and recollect like i said earlier and not only realign and so on but more than that it will even improve your health as a fringe benefit side benefit I am not fasting because I want my health to improve. I told you right at the beginning. I'm fasting because Allah instructed me to fast. The rest of the things, it's a bonus. When Allah tells you to do something, your health will improve, your mental health will improve, your emotional well-being will improve, everything, your your relations will improve, and everything will improve. That's a bonus. You do your salah, put your head on the ground, your face will improve. People say, "Oh, what's your what do they call it?" What's your regime? What regime? Facial. What do they say? And you say, My brother, I know nothing about all of that. I just pray five times a day and that's it. Take your time in sujood. Man hasunat salatuhu fil layl, fil nahar. Whoever's prayer at night is beautiful, their face will be beautiful during the day. How's that? Beautify your prayer. Take time in sujood. Don't just rush. Take your time. Allah lord of the world it might be the last sujud you take your Allah, akbar i'm down here nothing is going to stop me and that's why there's something i want to say that i have tried to improve on myself and i can share it with you you know when we are busy sometimes we see our friends or someone's at home or we're at a workplace what do we say to them when it's salah time we say hang on my brother give me 2 minutes I want to quickly do my asr and come back. Don't we say that? Is it not a good thing, right? Can I tell you, try not to use the word quickly and salah in the same sentence. It doesn't suit. Do you get my point? Try not to use the word fast, quickly, you know, just a second, I'll come. No. My brother, just bear with me. I want to do salatul asr. Even if it's going to be one two minutes no problem but I believe it is a higher level when someone can divorce those two terms because they don't go together not for Allah I'm not going to say I'm rushing it might just be my last prayer how can I say even for a moment that I'm let me quickly do my salah no I don't want to quickly do salah I want to do salah I want to pray or I want to fulfill my salah my brothers my sisters let me tell you something very interesting when you do that salah for the sake of Allah, you find something amazing that will change within you. The development, especially when you're conscious. When you're conscious of your prayer, you start looking at the people around you. I told you about the Jumu'ah. There is another salah on a different level of obligation, but it's salah to-eat twice a year, right? You've just done great acts of worship for an entire month, for example. Allah says, "Eid, get together, and everyone must come out. And all of you must do the salatul Eid. Where? Preferably somewhere where everyone can go. And if you can't, then at least in massive groups. Why? Allah says, in order to declare the praise of Allah. Salatul eat. On a Friday you get up together. Do you know what the hadith says? That hadith says, "Everyone who has arrived at the age of puberty they must take a bath on a Friday. you must bath it's incumbent upon you Subhanallah so I have to bathe, meaning bath, I have to then or shower, I have to put on good clothes, I have to try and put on a scent, come to the house of Allah with good full you know goodness and smelling good looking good come with a smile and i've got to pray there is deep benefit i'm going to reconnect with allah meet the people stand in a line with them talk to them see them there might be people in need there might be someone else find out about what's going on in the ummah find out about what's happening to your neighbors and everyone else look at them talk to them see them be happy and smile at them and if you can you can even hug them subhanallah i mean you know, among the brothers and then the sisters separately. You know, I see some of the youngsters looking at me and quickly smile, relax, relax. We know what we're talking about. Akbar. You know what I mean. And then Allah bestows us with another favor. If you want to increase your fasting on a weekly basis, He tells you, you know what? The Monday and Thursday, it will serve you in a great way because it will instill within you discipline and islam is all about discipline someone tells you what is islam all about submission unto allah and discipline upon the rules of allah all about discipline don't do this don't do this don't do this you must do this you must do this you must do that subhanallah what is it discipline and they're good things, they make you clean, they make you moral, they make you with high values, they enrich you with beautiful with a beautiful mind, they make you a person with the greatest of character and conduct, they plug you in with your maker to make you conscious of the fact that you're going to die at any time, and you need to be ready for that day, even in a small way. By doing what? Invoke the mercy of Allah. How do you invoke the mercy of Allah? I'm trying hard. So I fast two days in the week. Monday and Thursday. Nowadays the doctors tell you, hey, you need to go on intermittent fasting, you know. My brother, fourteen hundred odd years ago, Rasulullah told us Monday, Thursday. Then people used to say, not too long ago, people used to say, Oh, Monday, Thursday, very hard, it's not farad, it's not this. But now when the doctor says intermittent fasting, you say, Hey, I do 16 hours. What do you do? Relax, I do the Sunnah. Subhanallah, what do you need? So there we go it's not compulsory but it's there and when you're doing it like i told you you're doing it because it's for the pleasure of allah the rest of it is a bonus your health that will come in your mental health which is a crisis today your connection with allah will help you even with your mental well being to resolve matters it strengthens you that's what it does because you know I'm not going to be too attached to anything that I found on earth. My attachment is with the Lord of the worlds. And I know that if something happens, the Lord of the worlds is going to carry me through. Because I try. I know that when something looking negative has happened to me right here, right now, I can guarantee you that in actual fact, if it has brought me closer to my maker, it was positive. It was positive. Then Allah blesses you with one whole month in the year, such a beautiful month that before it we begin to prepare we 're taught to prepare. Prophet peace be upon him, started fasting a little bit more in this particular month of Shaban. The reason is in the run up to Ramadan, subhanallah, there was fasting, like I said, the minimum we should do is the three in the middle of the month, which we're already at now, but Mondays and Thursdays as well, it's a Sunnah. If the last day of this month is falling as a Thursday, you can abstain because you don't want to fast the Yomu Shaykh. But some of the scholars say if you always did it, it's a different ruling. But that besides the point, the real thing is, isn't it a blessed month? As soon as the declaration of this month is made because of the sighting of the moon, you find the ambience changes. Wallahi, it changes instantly in a few moments the first thing we do when the moon is sighted before the fasting is the prayer what prayer tarawih tarawih precedes the fast so the tarawih i am going to fulfill tonight for example is for tomorrow morning that's what it is it's for tomorrow morning subhanallah so my brothers my sisters something very very interesting is that Allah Almighty has made it such that as soon as the month enters, here I am praying. I stand in prayer. Long prayer, it's not just something simple and short, it's long. Why? Allah, there is discipline, there is beauty. It's amazing. There is beauty and discipline that Allah wants us to engage in. MashaAllah Tabarakallah. So as we fulfill the first Tarwih, immediately you feel a different ambience. You already know. I mean, we're in Ramadan. I'm standing here in Tarawh listening. You know one of the verses that hits me all the time. When I hear that I say now we're in That's Tarawe. Because I don't think I've ever heard an Imam of a Masjid ever read that verse in any other salat besides Salah Taraw. Sorry, I might be wrong. There are probably Imams who do, but in my life, when I hear that I say now we in Tarawe. That's it. Because you know what? That's now getting into the Quran, Surah Baqarah, and we're moving, mashallah. And before you know it, the next day you hear Sayyidus Sufaha Uminanasima wallahum. Right or wrong? And you know hey I mean we are in tarawih mashallah everything changes early morning we're ready to have our little bite before we start the fast and mashallah we start the fast more important than anything is to ensure that you don't waste the reward of the fast by abusing and talking whatever comes to you rather control yourself how you control yourself for food going in and you don't allow it to go in watch out what comes out from now we're 2 weeks before ramadan right now Watch your tongue. Do you know why? Your tongue is important. Say good things. Come on, man. From your mouth, say nice things. The people you live with, tell them beautiful words. Let them smile. Let them blush. Also, your own spouse. Let them blush. When last did you make your spouse blush? Say, tell them something permissible, but that you you didn't normally say. Hey, you know? I see the old man telling his wife, "You're looking hot, babe." <laughs> MashaAllah. <laughs> what happened? The woman says, "Are you sure you're okay, man?" Did he say something wrong? Did he say something wrong? I see some of the uncles saying yes. Because why? They can't believe what I just said. But it's a fact. People say that to the wrong people. Why can't you say to the right right person? Subhanallah. May Allah Almighty grant us. He's, I wonder how the brother translated that. Anyway. <laughs> hey, MashaAllah. I really wonder. I'll go back and check the video later. <laughs> <laughs> My brothers and sisters, to watch the mouth in Ramadan, the Prophet ﷺ tells us that if you are going to discipline yourself. Throughout that month, you will earn a good reward for your fasting. But if you are not going to watch what you are going to say with your mouth, you are wasting the fast and its reward. It's a hadith we always hear about. Malam yadaqul azuri wal-amal bihi wal-jahal faleisa lil-Lahihajatun fi an yadaa tamaahu wa sharabahu etc. etc. Exactly what I said earlier—that if you are not going to be bothered about what you are saying and so on uh if you are going to speak if you are if you haven't left foul language or that which is false witness and bad words and so on then you wasted your time allah does not need the fact that you stayed away from your food and drink so therefore it's about discipline it starts off from now you know when we have the world cup years before they start preparing why because they know the match is only 90 minutes there's only going to be a certain number of matches how many matches were there in total in the world cup that just passed Sixty-four, mashallah. Allahu akbar. I wish I could ask you a verse of the Quran. Look, there's a takbir from the corner there for you, my brother. Sixty-four. That was so quick, man. If I were to ask you how many verses of are there in the Quran, I won't ask you. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> That's good, mashallah. Sixty-four. For sixty-four by ninety minutes, they prepared billions of dollars. I'm not saying right or wrong. It's not my field. They did it, but. The point is, anything of importance, you must prepare. Start planning from now. You know what? You want to download good apps, such as the Quranly app or the Tertil app, or whatever else it may be. Something that suits you, beautiful habit-building app. You can download it from now and start checking even if you have to pay for it. It's okay. I'm going to pay 5 pounds, 10 pounds, whatever it is and I'm going to make sure I'm going to use this thing here because the month of Ramadan is coming. Start asking people how to benefit, what should we do? Let's plan which masjid do we want to go, which jamaah would we like to attend simply based on who you're going to enjoy the recitation of. Sometimes you might have a person reading in a totally different riwayah and because you're a person interested in qira'at, that might suit you more. So you want to go there, and sometimes you might want someone who has a slow, melodious recitation. And some of us prefer a Ferrari. Allah grant us ease. See, everyone knows what we're talking about, right? May Allah grant us goodness. Allah grant us ease. You don't zoom through the taraweh like, hey, what happened? Did we do taraweh? say, oh yeah, it just passed from here. Hugh gone, my brother. Come on, take it, go easy. It's okay. You may not want to do, meaning do whatever you can and enjoy it. Inshallah. Enjoy it. And then I tell you, if you spend the month with this consciousness, Allah will open the doors for you. Let's plan, my brothers, my sisters, to have the best Ramadan. From now we must start becoming more conscious of our tongues. From now we become conscious of what we say. We can increase the dhikr. You know, after your farad prayers. If you do your Subhanallah 33, Alhamdulillah 33, Allahu Akbar 33 or 34, and you could end if you had 33 with La ilaha illallah wa La sharika lahulahul Mulk alhamdu yuhi wa yumiitu wa ala kulli shayin qadir. The reward is tremendous. I give you a bit of homework. Go and find out what the reward is for that. Go and find out what's the reward of that. And you know what? You won't miss it by the will of Allah. It takes a few minutes, but the reward is amazing when you start getting used to the dhikr of allah automatically your tongue will become distant from bad words foul words because it's busy it's busy with what the remembrance of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may allah grant us goodness and ease i want to read some quran i want to start fasting maybe monday thursday i want to become a good person islam shows in your character your conduct you're a lovely individual you help people for the sake of allah you speak to people with respect you're amazing you do not hurt harm abuse people just like that you don't do that you're a muslim it should show in the way you are to your neighbors islam has teachings even with animals and whatever else it may be these are all teachings of the deen of allah all these obligations are there in order to build you as a beautiful god conscious human being who is connected with allah and fulfilling the rights of the rest of the creatures of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every time we say the same thing because that's what life is all about i'm on earth what do i need to do wallahi two things i need to connect with allah and i need to fulfill the rights of all the other creatures that allah created and i'm done i'm sorted by the will of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's easy to say right not so easy to do but there is one thing that I want to end on. Like I said, I'm not going to talk for too long. People are standing. My brothers and sisters, the issue of repentance and seeking forgiveness is very important. You want to start the month of Ramadan. Don't wait to say, by the end of Ramadan, I'm going to be forgiven. That's a that's there, that's a given. The hadith says whoever fasts properly will be forgiven. Whoever stands in prayer properly will be forgiven, properly, meaning. Hoping for a reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with full conviction and iman. It's called iman wahti saban. I just said do it properly. You will get forgiveness in Allah. But before Ramadan, seek the forgiveness of Allah so you can enter the month with purity. You know, subhanallah, I want to go back to the football example. That's just because of yesterday's seven zero. So <laughs> I, I I tell you I, let me give you the example. The preparation is so much; it's intense. They prepare for hours on end, and days and nights, and so on, only for one match. And sometimes they'll come in as a substitute and create a bit of damage and go back. Right? But you know, the preparation is so much. But that's not the match; it's only the preparation. The match itself, I know. I'm if I'm going to win, I'm going to get the medal, or I'm going to get the the, the cup or whatever it's called. But Prior to that, how many matches or how many times have we kicked the ball and practiced and done this and done that in order to perfect the end? So seek forgiveness before Ramadan. So when you enter Ramadan, you already purified to a great degree and you are seeking greater purification, subhanAllah. Wherever were we taught, leave your Toba for Ramadan? Never taught that. Another example. When we're giving charity, recently there was a quake in there was a quake in uh, turkey syria and that region the worst in my history my own my 50 years that i've lived i promise you allah almighty safeguard the people i haven't seen devastation from earthquakes as bad as that one and i want to tell you something people were saying hang on i'm going to hold on because i just want to give it in ramadan i'm going to wait i'm going to give my zakat in ramadan and you know what we said my brother, my sister, give it now. The reward will be even greater than what you would had you given it in Ramadan. Allah already knows your intention, but He created a need right now. Give it now. Subhanallah. He will grant you a massive reward, and who knows? He will give you so much more that in Ramadan you can give again. It's possible. That's Allah. They are in need. That is Allah. So this is why we say you don't have to wait for a season. You know they say, hey, Hajj is compulsory on me, but hey, I'm young, man. How can I go for Hajj right now? I still need to sin a little bit, man. Astagfirullah. Astagfirullah. They might not say it as bad as that, but you know what we mean. How can I go for Hajj? I'm so young, I'm gonna have to change my life. Change your life. So what? You don't know how long you're going to live. You had an opportunity, boom, you died. You're gonna go back to Allah. I didn't go for Hajj because I needed to sin for a few more years. What are you saying? May Allah Almighty forgive us. So, this is why, my beloved brothers and sisters, the preparation for Ramadan, it might seem light, but it needs to happen. From now, like I said, one of the things I mentioned this evening, seek forgiveness of Allah. Engage in Tawbah. Start becoming accustomed to coming to the masjid for salah. Fulfill your salah. Take your time in prayer, disciplining yourself. What else? We need to start watching our mouths because a lot of the times people, when they're fasting, they don't realize what they're saying, and Islam is about discipline. Like I said earlier, hey, what did you say? There's a clock, you know. There is an unseen, you know, what do they call these these uh, meters? Unseen meter, right? That is counting and weighing your your words, good and bad. Subhanallah. So as you say and speak and move your tongue, make sure it's a good word make sure it's something decent something that will empower not just you but everyone around you something that will draw you closer to allah the hadith says man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir falyaqul khayran aw liyasmut whoever believes in allah and the last day the day of accounts they should either say that which is good and beneficial or keep quiet that's the option a muslim has a muslim does not have the option of saying a bad word. You really believe in Allah? You really believe in the the last day of reckoning? Well then either say something good or remain silent. May Allah make us make it easy for us. So with this preparation inshallah we will be entering the month of Ramadan and those of us whom Allah has not allowed to see or to witness the beginning of Ramadan because he's going to take our souls away. We don't know who we are. May Allah have mercy on us. Imagine you hear the news, these brothers who were with you, or a brother or an uncle or an aunt or a sister who was with you at the Masjid on that particular eve is no longer. They did not witness the beginning of Ramadan. Therefore, spend a moment here and now. oh Allah, forgive our shortcomings. We promise you, we want to change. We're going to be better people. We're going to improve in every single way. We're human. We're not going to be totally perfect. We falter. There's so much of pressure around us, indeed. We know it. We witness it, but keep trying your best and keep moving closer and closer to Allah you will never regret it may Allah grant us the best Ramadan and may Allah almighty help us so that we can help others as many as we can and may Allah grant us the ability to enjoy the acts of worship such that the discipline we achieve when we come out is something we really really appreciate and see the fruits of in this world and the next اقول قولي هذا وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بارك الله فيك. فتح الله عليك